Cause we got the alternative energy nuclear free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network This week we're putting down the news Just for a moment to hear poets Both fresh and seasoned As they lay down their thoughts on the nuclear industry Sacred land and the movements that inspire us While facts and figures might win us over intellectually, often it's art that really gets through to our hearts. Vital to every movement, art is woven all through the nuclear-free movement, from the paintings and poems created by traditional owners on country to the songs and performances devised in the cities. To kick us off, please tune in to React or Despair by Live in the Finite, a spoken word street artist, over a soundscape created by Stephen Dobson and Lawrence Williams. How can silence scream louder than a call to action? I stare into the distance as I remember the things I have learned from that heartland, that red dirt, dry volcanic blood, scattered green ash scrub, along tectonic song lines humming wind chimes of sacred time. How can silence scream louder than a call to action? The irony shovels unborn children out of city sites and out of too busy minds. Too busy to hear the frightened voices of the future stand nuclear. Here, suited men cuffed with golden BHP wristwatches and hollow eyes rich with profits try to persuade whole families clutching at breadcrumb threads as they hold each other's horrors tight that it will all be alright while choking anthropologists cringe with the dread that science will apologise when it is too late. Here the suited men, voiced with metal claws in an exponential stock market of lies, tell them again how safe placing nuclear waste upon the promise of graves is. The gathering wind prays desperately to be still as particles of death are literally scattered like confetti along the vast terrains of closed mouths trying not to swallow the dark fields of propaganda then unexpectedly a nuclear reactor spills thousands of grieving for full moon lightning as the soft blue desert afternoon holds migrating clouds still and fills them with thunder clapping whispers of ancient ancestors open the wisdom of time spills from the hoarse throat of the exhausted horizon a coarse crease into the gathered bones of eternity toned crimson by a sunset settling stories of forgotten front lines. The dark skin of soil lays thin over plutonium desert memories scarred with bombs. We know the weaponry well. How many times will we let them spell despair? A 
cancer cell prison expands unhindered expanses of barren land laden with broken fingers raised in peace signs as depleted uranium was forced into the mouths of fetuses our naked eyes are cindered in the cool breeze by the undetectable graveyard swept silently into forever this horror story is ours to burn as we watch minds turn to reactors, turn to weapons, turn to threats, turn to more war-torn deaths dumped into the laps of the dispossessed. The last chapter is not written yet, so place your pen here upon this steepening road where midnight oil spelt hypocrisy, where Labour Party policies you turned around and New South Wales let 26 years slip through dirty liberal fingers pointing at the weeping ground. History has testified enough. I stare into the distance again as I remember the things I have learned from that heartland, from that red dirt, described the stories of Jabaluka, Arati Wanti, those battles fought hard and won where the call to action shattered silence where front lines were breathing and mapping people like stars into constellations of determination raising fists to twist back the prison bars with the full force of history the resistance is still alive as this generation gathers troops to testify once more My name is Isabel Phillips, and I wrote a poem about Makati, caring for country. We are Aboriginal people of Australia. We belong to this country. This is our land, Aboriginal land. Our ancestors was here for thousands of years. They are the keepers of knowledge, which is then passed down to generation. We make our bush medicine from grass, leaf, and roots from tree. Our people didn't go to the hospital to be treated. We use the medicine from the land to treat our people. We hunt for bush tucker, like goanna, turkey, and kangaroo, and fruits like plums and berries. We know the time for the season when the animal give birth and multiply. Our people didn't go to the, to the supermarket to buy food. Our land was a supermarket. We dig up dry sockage for water because we know how to find water in this big land. We didn't have pump or big machinery to build bore. If the nuclear waste will pass, 
or lay down on our country. We will not survive on the land. This will destroy the living thing, such as the plant and the animals, bird and reptile will all die out. The water lay beneath the earth will be poisoned. We are the traditional owner of this land. We say no to nuclear waste. Written by Israel Philip Nabangari. Uh, my name is Isabel Philip. This is my second poem. On the land. On the land, there is a cattle station named Makati and a landscape of hills, rock, creeks, plants, and animals, which is all connected with Aboriginal totem. On the land, our people have spiritual belief, which is connected through land. Our people have history by telling story about the country and protecting Cedric site. On the land, our people have passion with dancing in ceremony and showing body painting in which dreaming you belong. We build a bridge and engage with different tribes through language and kingship. On the land, our elders are the principal that they carry the knowledge and experience about law and culture through country. On the land, our people have a huge impact in what we believe about the country which our ancestors passed on to generation. On the land, our people have the right to say no to nuclear waste dump on our beautiful country because we are strong hunters and a strong warrior. Whatever it takes, we will stop it. Woomera, Rad Tour 2013. The rocks here are old and humble, small pockets of darkness on the red earth. There are no sharp peaks or grand gestures in this landscape, but for the enormity of the horizon and the sky above, a reminder of our happy insignificance. Though the smallest things here, the flies, put on a good show, causing a disproportionate level of chaos with their insistent buzzing and impertinent landings on eyelids and lips. Take heart, they whisper, in my city ringing ears. You too are as small in this wide nuclear landscape. Who knows where impertinence might get you. Beth Hill, Sydney-based writer and poet, with reflections from the Radioactive Exposure Tour 2013. Coward Springs, Rad Tour 2013. Something deep wakens at the sound of water bubbling forth from the desert ground, like a child stirring in the womb, hearing the song of mother. What kind of heart can hear such a song and stand to silence it? The rushing, gurgling, bubbling song of water washes my insides and calls forth more of its kind from my eyes that cry salty tears for fresh water lost. Unfathomable gulps of water spring forth into the light from their 1,000-year passage in the dark belly of this land. Unfathomable gulps of water, now also redirected to a murky dam of toxic tailings.
In stories of how it used to be, I am offered a glimpse of a child's grief for a thing never experienced, a place imagined and told over in old-time stories, a foggy sense of shortcoming, shame and anger. Only in our imagination can we understand what magnificence might have sprung here once. Disbelief drives home its final dagger, that such a song can in so short a time be made imaginary and lost to us forever. So here we go again, another black woman or man stepping up to the podium to implore that this war cease. And I will never stop fighting that uncle's It's a living, they say, they do it all for the pay. Down in the earth, the fluoros can't fight this darkness, because death is what they're bringing up into daylight sharpness, from where it'd been put to be left untouched. But we make a living by digging up a killing, and the shores of Fukushima, the ghosts of Chernobyl, predict a dark future that no prophet can fight. In the flash of the fallout, the skin of our system glows translucent for one cell-splitting second. In that second we see, we're throwing ballot papers at missiles, giving politicians nothing but paper cuts. In that second we see, we should have bitten the hand that force-fed despondence, tore voice boxes, convinced us feeling can't reach past its lines on the land, and covered our eyes while we suckled milk made of artificial dichotomies made of us or them, of profit or loss. In the flash of the fallout, my tongue is heavy with the aftertaste of the names we never say, with Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Fukushima, with the wombs of Fallujah laden with radiation, my ears are ringing with the crack in the voice of the old man from Yuliri, who said Yuliri means place of death. Please don't dig that land. He said he just loves people, so please keep people safe, and it has always been that simple. How could I forget? How amazed I once was to have hands that did exactly as I said, and I promised I'd tell them to do nothing but good, but in the cell-splitting flash of the fallout, we see our own hands holding reins, our own teeth gnashing at the bit, furious that the reins hang loose, that our entire desire has only just woken while the hand of an elected minority reaches into our bloodstream giving a dose of authority we can never undo. Black man's law, black woman's law. Beth Hill was followed by Greg with his poem No Prophet and Alex McInnes with her poem Fallout, inspired by listening to Aboriginal elders talk about their country in Western Australia and the overhanging threat of uranium mining. This is The Radioactive Show, produced in the studios of 3CR in Fitzroy, Melbourne, since 1976, and now broadcast across these stolen lands we call Australia on the Community Radio Network. Listen now for What's Up Mundine, Remember Fukushima by Adam Shara, Warrior for Aboriginal Rights and a Nuke-Free Future. 
What's up, man? Didn't remember Fukushima. We know you know don't be a gammon dream. You're a pre-apocalyptic nuke scheme. Nuke propaganda still radiate our dreaming. Dump a nuke waste on sacred land scheming. Your position is a nuke-filled crisis. Black bus driver without a social license. Pain cost to aboriginals is priceless. By thinking economically, politically, you divide us. We don't sit back of the bus. You can ride us, so don't get righteous. Congratulations, salutations on your nuclear vision. No community engagement, launch your nuke mission. Ignoring elders for the sake of ambition. By your own volition, what's up with your cognition? Check your cortex, nuts and bolts be missing. Allow me to assist you to see it. Fukushima nuke crisis ongoing. True cost of dispossession, no way of knowing. Your nuke alliance says a showing. You be nuke industry hoeing. Black people be knowing. Taking kudos for muckety on an RTV awaken. You be shaming. We be naming. We're not gaming. This is a human rights issue. If you're confronted by the truth, let me be getting you a tissue. Mundine, now I have your attention. Check it out, the UN Human Rights Convention. Indigenous peoples, get a mention. Let me say thank you for the dissension into this pre-apocalyptic nuclear dimension. No need to mention, we are the black anti-nuclear resistance. Culturally empowered dissidents, we know persistence. What's up, Mundine, we've got your number. Atomic number 94. Dump a nuke waste on sacred land is how you score. We will win your pro-nuke policy war. We are the black anti-nuclear resistance. Culturally empowered dissidents. We know persistence. What's up, Mundine? We got your number. Atomic number 94. Dump a nuke waste on sacred land is how you score. We will win your pro-nuke policy war. March 11, 2011. A gigantic quake, a sad quake, since then. The station to my hometown has yet to awaken. It's been warped off, shut down, crossed out. It's your station, my station. Rescue it, please. No place to depart. No place to come and go. No place to return. The clock has frozen at 2.46. Do you have a beloved hometown? A town you lived in? What summer expression does it cast you in now? Are you looking at your map? I'm looking at mine. Is yours correct? My map is old. Because now, there is no signs of life. Radiation reigns here, a soundless night. Why hurt us like this? The meaning of all things, all events come afterwards. But afterwards itself meaning what? What meaning lies within? Radiation reigns here. 
The night is so quiet. That was Taiko, an artist from Fukushima, now living in Melbourne, reading a poem by Ryo Chiwago called Sadness. Turn your ears now to a recording of a performance piece called Who by Fire. This is a modern retelling of the Prometheus allegory and the overwhelming threat of nuclear weapons. Read by Dave Sweeney and written by Melbourne-based artist Kathleen McCann, who is also the designer of the famous symbol of the nuclear-free movement, the hand over the red and black nuclear symbol. You can see the mosaic mural that inspired this piece near the corner of Albert and Gisborne Streets in East Melbourne. It was completed in 1982. It stretches four storeys high and is made of more than one million glass tiles. Brothers and sisters of Melbourne, as we stand here on Wurundjeri ground, we pay respect to elders past and present. We gather here to tell a story of fire. Here we have an old story, an ancient story. It's classic. A story of creation, a story of recklessness, a story of curiosity, a story of the misuse of power, a story of devastation, and maybe, just maybe, a story of hope. This is a mural with a moral. Enter here a people's hero, Prometheus. Sick of seeing his clan suffer, he hatches a plan and heads to the heavens. Prometheus steals fire from behind the backs of the gods. He delivers it to the earth and behold, good people, flame, warmth, light. We harness its energy and power comforts our homes. Transport connects us to each other. Communications link us like never before. And industry thrives and thrives and thrives. Angry with Prometheus, boss god Zeus decides a little payment is due for the theft of a precious gift. He sends messenger Pandora to Earth to seek out Prometheus. She's entrusted with a magic box full of unimaginable powers. Good citizens of the world, Melbourne is a town that knows about fire. The unstoppable winds hurling from the north, exploding gum trees and everywhere, inescapable, all-consuming fire. We witnessed the small blazing horrors on our TV screens as lives were extinguished among the ashes. Fire, folks, is unsentimental. Fire, friends, is indiscriminate. Now think, good people, if you could have changed those blazing days for even one family, would you? Now think, friends, if you could have saved even one town, would you? Now think, citizens, if you thought someone was responsible for this carnage, would you try to stop them? Stop them before they started? Tonight on our globe, in our imperfect world, we have the firepower, the nuclear weaponry to cause utter devastation. On our small planet tonight, 
we have 23,000 nuclear weapons ready to be launched in minutes. A nuclear exchange wouldn't take long, just a few blinding moments to destroy our rich and fragile Earth and all trace of human endeavour forever. We have a nuclear arsenal, people, to release the fury of fire, to bring on the end of days. Now I ask you again, if you could change those blazing days, would you? If you knew who was responsible, who held in their hands the power of this explosive misery, would you stop them? Stop them before it started? Let us return to Prometheus and Pandora. Pandora can't bear the curiosity and before Prometheus gets to sample the contents of the box, she peeps inside. In the story, folks, this is where she releases its secrets. Out of this container come all the miseries of illness, greed, envy, jealousy and the destructive elements of fire. Consider our mural. In its final panel, like a full stop at the end of our human sentence, is the unthinkable but not the undoable, a nuclear explosion. We understand, don't we, that nuclear weapons are the final story of fire, the ultimate abuse of this elemental gift, an insane application of sinister science, human creativity tragically twisted to bring about its opposite, an ultimate destruction of it all, a quick exchange of military might, then the slow poison of radioactive night, fallout forever. You can hear and watch the entire piece by looking up Who by Fire on YouTube. We've run out of time today, so I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of the artists that braved the mic for this week's special edition of The Radioactive Show. From the top you heard Live in the Finite with React or Despair, Isabel Phillips with Caring for Country and On the Land, Beth Hill with Woomera and Coward Springs, Greg with No Profit, Alex McInnes reading Fallout, Adam Shara with What's Up Mundine Remember Fukushima, Tycho with Sadness and Dave Sweeney reading Who by Fire, written by Kathleen McCann. The music you've heard on today's show is from Kylie Sambo, Nicholas Elias, Madeline Hudson, Combat Wombat, Sunmi and the Free Music Archive. We'll go out now with The Rose Grower by Attacco Decente about Hilda Morel, who was a professional rose grower and anti-nuclear campaigner. The song tells the story of her murder in March 1984. It's an expression of love and solidarity and was released on the album The Baby Within Us Marches On in 1988. It is one of the few songs that have been banned from airplay in the United Kingdom. This is The Radioactive Show. I'm Jem producing in the studios of 3CR in Melbourne on Wurundjeri land and broadcasting across the country on the Community Radio Network. Tell us what you think about the show by emailing radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com or calling 03-9419-8377. Thanks for listening and for a nuclear-free future.